welcome back. You're listening to Lebs on League Season 2023 with your hosts Johnny Carews, Bassaboot and Chris Daha. The views expressed by the panel of Lebs on League are either our opinions or intended simply as entertainment. Before we start the show, please take a moment to like this podcast and subscribe to the Lebs on League channel. That way you'll be notified when a new show lands and it helps with our rankings. Also, if you know anyone you think would enjoy the show, please share it. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to wherever you are and whenever you are listening to this podcast, whether you're a neighbour of the referee's boss, Annesley, and could hear him yell out as clear as day from his lounge room on Saturday night. Oh, for fuck's sakes. Or if you're built different, and by different, you mean wanker. Or if you are making some sweet love to that somebody special, we are Lebs on League, where a group of Lebos discuss all things NRL, no holds barred. And with me to discuss rugby league, as per usual, the beast from the Middle East, Basabood. When you think it couldn't get any worse, AK eh, Ruse? When you think Ashley Klein had made the furfy of furfies, no. What is, what? Oh, my beer. <laughs> Hang on a sec. This is for you, Kairos. Oh, no. It is I, Costanza, Lord of the Idiots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kairos. It just every week. In every week. belief. You know, just when Ashley Klein said, take that, Jared Sutton comes out and he goes, no, but I am Lord of the Idiots. But he, <sighs> Annesley must just sit there and watch it and just go, oh, oh what the... You know what? It couldn't have happened at a better time. I couldn't see a better time than ushering out the fucking dinosaurs that are Ashley Klein and Jared Sutton. It's about time they were actually shown the door. And I'm happy with the appointment of Mr. G for the grand final. Adam G. Adam G. And speaking of G whiz from our friends at One Touch Waterproofing for all your waterproofing needs. Uh, your name again? Chris. How you going, boys? Chris Daha. What's going on? I'm well, mate. How's the world of waterproofing? Oh, it's fantastic. Bass? <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> well I know Bass I'm, made me work today. I know. I'm tired. <laughs> but, boys, that, that, we, we've got to go straight into that, don't we? It was another howler, and it's absolutely nuts that, again, another week gone. What's that? Four weeks in a row? Four weeks in a row. Howlers during the most important time of the season affecting the outcome of games. And I, someone said, how did that affect the outcome of the game? Did you see the score in the end? What was the score at the time? It was like 24-12. Correct. Yeah, there was uh, about what, 15, 20, almost 20 minutes to go. Two converted tries in it. That's on halfway too. Yeah, by the way. okay. So now, all of a sudden, they go from two tries down to three tries down. There's a sense of urgency. They start playing differently. Four minutes later, five minutes, I can't remember, Pompey gets sent to the bin. Why? They're playing desperation football. If you're going to tell me that that one moment there, that howler doesn't have a follow-on effect that changes the outcome of the game, then you're morons. I'm not saying you're morons. No, no, you're allowed to say that. No, that's yeah. fine. You I can call us whatever you want, Karen. Do you agree that that has a knock-on effect at that point of the game? Two tries in, they're two tries behind, and then something like that happens, put them three tries behind. And I tell you what, if they're not playing desperation footy and it changes the way that they play, and then Pompey goes in the bin. This guy doesn't, that try doesn't happen, that powder doesn't happen. Pompey's not in the bin four minutes later. They're not in a position for Pompey to be actually put in the bin because we're not there. Correct. And then he goes in the bin, two more tries. It's almost like sliding doors, is it not? Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. And the crazy thing is they score two more tries when he's in the bin. There's 11 minutes to go when he comes back and not a single point is scored. So I'm telling you, that game was on a knife's edge. They were still in it and they needed to score next and instead they were handed an absolute Sorry, I, I just don't understand how the bunker is not allowed to intervene 
when there's a howler. I understand four passes, but I can't rule on them. I understand that. But the bunker interferes in everything of our game. That's a howler. All he had to do was say to the bloke, that's a blatant four pass. Just give give the bunker power just for those howlers. Sorry. Because we're not going to – I don't want to open Chris, a can of worms. I don't want to cut you off, but we had this conversation last – you were repeating exactly last Yeah, I know, week. but I'm just so, saying it was there. Like, it was there. It's, it's like we had this exact oh, no. conversation. Like, we're just repeating ourselves. Cut and paste. It's cut and paste yeah. from last week. We said That's this exact nuts. same thing but last week. But do you agree? Do you yeah, agree? No, it's not about disagree. agree. You're, you're repeating what we all said oh, last week. Here we are fast forward another week. It's exactly the same it thing was we're saying. Th- it was three metres forward. Everyone can see it, and the bucket can't do nothing that about it. That wasn't it for me. Just, uh, just answer the question. I don't but understand before that. Before you go somewhere else, it was two or three metres forward, and Annesley's defence was, well, it wasn't two metres forward like everyone's saying. I'm going, regardless, I don't care. It wasn't? Semantics. It wasn't? It, it was, the second part. It wasn't? 1.89 or 1.95, who knows? It was miles forward regardless. The second and pass it was, was forward. Obvious. And the, the second pass was forward. Cobo to um, Jordan Ricky forward as well. Hey. And Jared Sutton was in line with that one too. He was in line with that. And he, he didn't even pull that one up either. Let me tell you He something. just let it go. Jared Sutton, we said this many, many years ago. And I don't know if I mentioned it in last week's podcast. There was a time where the Brisbane Broncos, Friday night, it was a couple of years back. I think when Wayne Bennett was coaching them in his, in his last stint up there. Under Jared Sutton, the Broncos were 15 from 17. 15 wins from 17 outings under Jared Sutton. Lo and behold, who do they get this week? Jared Sutton. The Roosters, worst referee for us, Ashley Klein. Who did we get in our semi? Ashley Klein. Like, is the NRL not doing any of their homework? Like, I understand you might think these are your two best referees, but what it has shown this year is the biggest mistakes made this year was by those two referees. And we're not talking like subtle. We're talking absolute howlers. Now, here's the thing that got me. You didn't pick that one that was three metres forward. There was a pass earlier from the Warriors uh, hooker to Jazz Tavanga, and it was actually a legitimate pass. I think on our group set, we, we said, how is that forward? Yeah. So he found that one to be forward. But the one that was two and a half metres forward, he didn't see it? He didn't see that one? I, I, I 100% agree. I know exactly which so one you're talking about. So you told me there's no, che- there's no cheating? Because you, you guys no. came out and said... That wasn't forward. Was forward. I, I looked at it and thought, was that forward? That wasn't forward. The commentary team looked at it and replay and said, that wasn't then forward. Louis, ran Louis the comes ball. out and sends me a message going, that wasn't forward. That and wasn't going, forward. No one, no, one, no one thinks that was forward. But something that is an absolute howler is forward. And when people come and argue and say, oh, you open up a can of worms, get stuffed. That's plain as day and that's Why? obvious. I get it. I get it if a referee, a bunker's looking at something and goes, oh, I'm not sure. Don't say anything. It's really simple. Don't say anything. Don't pull it up. Don't do what they do on field where... They don't know. They didn't see whether it was actually forward or not because we know they didn't see it because they got the call wrong. So how many times have you seen them call something that's forward when it clearly wasn't going? How you call something forward when it's not forward means you didn't actually see it. Okay, so don't call it at all. Leave it alone. Let it go to the keeper. And that's where the job of the bunker comes into it. If it's that obvious, call it. If it's not that obvious, shut your mouth, game on, move on. Here's my conspiracy theory for you. You know why the bunker's never, ever going to be able to intervene on forward passes. They never want them to. And secondly, they're never going to introduce any technology. Anytime that anybody's asked for technology for forward passes, oh, but camera angles and you can and you don't know when it come out of the hand backwards, it could have drifted. For, they don't. You know why? Because any referee can pull up a forward pass or let a forward pass go 
to get the result that the NRL requires. I don't give a rat's ass. I don't care what anybody okay, says. Okay, that's conspiracy theory coming into it, and I like it. You know, don't get me wrong. I have conspiracy theories of my own. Because I heard Alanzi come out today and just say, oh, no, because I know the technology you're talking about. It won't work here. Yeah, of course. No, they, no explanation they, as to no. why it won't work well, with just uh, a grid. the NRL. If they put a grid, I don't understand how it won't work with the NRL, because the technology is the technology. And it rules on a direction of the ball. Yeah, I mean, yeah which way which way it's propelled. Yeah, but that's interesting. You know, they don't want to bring it in. They don't want to bring it in. Because they do allow certain things to get through and they've got to want a result that they're pushing Everybody's for. Everybody's saying the bunker cannot interfere on a forward pass. It can't get involved on a forward pass. But so the referee could, at his discretion, but, but could pass. pull one up but or it, let it, one go, whatever he fucking wants. It kills me that they can't rule on that, yet the bunker can rule... If somebody's going contesting for a high ball and whether they knock it forward, forward yeah. or back. No, no. I'll go one for you. Another one. It's the same thing. How does the camera angle know where you're behind the kicker, both feet or front? You know what they say? Offside from the kick? I know. If you can tell that, you can tell a forward pass. Absolutely. How come the technology works for that? So you know where his feet are I know. Exactly. I'm watching that going. Ir- irrespective. He's going, yeah, both feet are behind the ball. Yeah. Are they? Irrespective of the... <laughs> you can't even see. For some reason, there, the camera angle is inconsequential here. I can see both feet out there. Don't worry about the angle that I'm getting. But on a forward pass, oh, come on. We can't. It's easier with the ball. Please. It's That's my conspiracy theory. That's I my like conspiracy it. theory because you know why? At the end of the day, if you avoid trying to fix this area up, and let me tell you, it has cost sides games. So, case in point, on the weekend, in the one play, there was two. In the one play, there was two forward passes. And let me tell you, the Jordan Ricky one, the, the final pass to Jordan Ricky, Ricky. Yeah? That was even worse. He was in line he with was it. In, that's what I said He was him. in line with it. And he still let that one go as well. I know. And then what, what was the other things I heard? Oh, Reese Walsh is just too fast. Get stuff. Get stuff. But you know, the touchy wasn't even there. The touchy was a, a metre behind. He, he wasn't even there. You couldn't see him in the screen. You know how you avoid problems? You need four touch judges. You need four. Four where? Either, side, 20? either no. side of the 50. Oh, I agree with you. Either side of the 50. Four, four touch judges or get the tech. One or the other. No, no, no. It's four touch judges. So what you do is one touch judge can only go from one try line to the 50-metre line and the other guy goes from the 50. So that way they can either work towards each other, they can work to one to the other. That way you shouldn't miss anything. Yeah, but that's that way the... he shouldn't be fatigued. So when Reese Walsh takes off and the other guy can't keep up, when he gets to the 50, the other touch judge can continue from there. You need four touch judges. If you're not going to introduce technology to fucking pick this shit to shreds... But that's the same thing for the referee too. And two touch judges. The referee has to cover a lot too. Yeah, the referee that has to cover the... But if he's got four touch judges picking the play the ball, and worst case scenario, one touch judge is keeping the 10, you got two either side, you can never get it wrong. Because one touch judge policing the 10, he's got to look at the ruck. Did he play the ball? Yeah, Is he offside? Is it a forward pass? So what do we need the bunker then? Blow it up. The bunker, <laughs> to be honest with you. Yeah, if you're going to do that, I'll blow up the bunker. Look, the, honestly. The bunker if they, you know, is just... As a lever, you're not allowed to say that sort of thing on the open Destroy air. the bunker. Yeah. <laughs> the bunker that should only, with too. The bunker should only be for the decisions that the referee doesn't know when it comes to the try. He couldn't see it. He was unsighted. Was it knocked on? Did he ground it properly? If the referees are that's what the bunker should be there for and only there for. Foul play but foul play. If the referee missed it, fucking play on. Play on if the referee missed it. Bad luck. If you're going to use technology for some and not all, then fuck it off. The it's only, either all or nothing. The one thing that I hate too is when the referee sends a try or no try. Just don't send it. Just 
I know. Don't look, give your opinion. Just we, don't send we, it. We, we're getting away with that one because, you know, this will go forever if we're going to start talking about the well, issues. Just, just before you go, what did you say the record for Jared Sutton was for, for Brisbane what? Friday night? But this is a couple of years back. It was 15 from 17. Adam G. But, Penrose record with Adam G, 16 from 17 yeah. in four years. And we're, and we're going to say that referees don't have preconceived concepts of who should be winning. We're not going to say, how, how do you get these, oh, Penrith is the best side. Penrith is the best side because they get every fucking call going their way. So does Melbourne in Melbourne. So do the Broncos in, in... You get some sides like the Roosters playing at home, couldn't buy a call. I know, but, you know, on that, do you think that... I mean, how far does the conspiracy go? Do they actually go up to him and say, we need you to try and find... A few extra, you know, opportunities to penalise the opposition here, and, and, and you know, and, and give the advantage to the Broncos, or do they just simply go to the stats and go, "Oh, Sutton's a good one for this game because, uh, you know, the Broncos always win under him," and they go, "Well, we're going to pick him for that game." You don't think you don't think there's a bit of thinking goes into that? I told you guys. Well, I mean, which is it? Do they tap him on the shoulder and say, "Give us a bit of love here," or do they just say, "This guy seems to really love the Broncos. Let's pick him for this well, game." Matt Checkard, Phil Gould. Do I remind you of the conversation? No, no, we do remember that. Well, we must move on. Do I need to square it up with Matt Checkin's words to the bunker? What's the penalty count? Do I need to square it up? Well, there you go. Say no more. All right, we're left with two of the best teams so far. And I thought it was brilliant that we had the prelims on the weekend and it was the top four teams involved. It obviously says you've got to finish in the top four if you really does want to it have really? It. it does. Have you changed your tune from last week? What was my tune last week? Aside from Brisbane, aside from Melbourne, aside from New Zealand and aside from New South Wales. But they were all in the top four regardless. How did, I'm just how saying. did they get there? It doesn't matter. I'm just saying. Did, well, no, yeah, no. I know that, but I'm still saying. <laughs> Don't tell me that Melbourne Storm should have been in the top four. Yeah, oh, they, they weren't a top four side. They weren't a top four side. The they got carried into the top four. Please, and, mate. And Craig Bellamy in that in his press conference even said it. We've been inconsistent all year. So you've been inconsistent all year, but you finished fourth. You finished fourth. Third. 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 How, yeah. how, how did that happen? How did he, that happen? He said that. Come on. He said that. And we, we know they've been inconsistent all year. They're not the same team. I mean, we're all surprised hap- to see them there. Let's face it. And they I mean, happily if, finished third. If you look at the year that they had and the performances that they, you know, to the eye, for those guys to be a top four side, doesn't make sense. They lost too much personnel for them to even get back to the top four. Doesn't make and sense. They're, and, they're, and they're there again. The Panthers, uh, this will be their fourth grand final in a row. In 2020, they lost to the Storm 26 to 20. 2021, they beat the Bunnies 14 12 with no Latrell and an intercept try that gave them was the difference in the game. Last year against the Eels, it was runaway, one-sided. The Eels should never have been there. Again, this year, how do we feel about this matchup? Because as far as I'm concerned, this is going to be a battle. This is going to be a cracker of a game. You've got two teams with youngsters that have got a ton of belief and cockiness in them. They're going to bash each other. I think it's going to be a close matchup. They match up similar, really. Like but The fullbacks you... are great. The halfbacks are great. The hookers are great. The pack's great. The centers the, are great. The hookers are great? Well, the hookers are great. Well, they're not bad. I, thought, I, thought, be, I think, I think I, Billy's I, had a good season. I'll beat you three quarters of the way, but Billy's had a good season. The hookers is great. Yeah, but Bass, Kenny's had a lost, good season. Bass, they but lost. But the hookers yeah. are great. Come on, I'm, I'm with Bass. Yeah, I know. But they lost Coruscant and they thought, oh, Penrith are finished. And then they, this play comes along, they're in a grand final again. So they lost Kickout. Oh, Penrith are finished. What's it got to do with the hookers are great? I just think that I reckon they've had a great season, yeah. both of them. <laughs> Uh, let me ask you a question. I'm not saying they're the best. No, no, I reckon they've had a great. I reckon, the, I reckon they've got a great. They're both playing in fucking immaculate sides. I they're both I in know, fucking gun I teams. Just, I just think they've had a great season, both of them. No, no, no. The best you told me. You told me how I'm much. I'm not saying they're the best hookers. Tell me how much impact the two hookers have had actually on the outcome of the seasons that both sides have had. 
None. Zero. I, I think they're both season perspective, I'm going to say no, but None. from the last couple of games, Billy Walters yeah, Billy's, I think he's Billy's been running improved. right. He's been really impressive. You know, to, to the point where you look at him and you go, well, you know, never again am I going to con- suggest that there's any nepotism there. He's been having a really decent season. As a great hooker, not yet. No, not yet, no, I, I didn't say. I just think they had a great season. They've had a great season because a lot of people read them off when they've lost it. Penrith as well, you know, when they lost a gun back row and a gun hooker. But what I love is you've got these young kids, right? Yeah. You've got – we already know what the Panthers are like. They've got a young team. They've got a ton of energy. Sometimes you'd say too much energy. How? I don't know. My conspiracy theory. But um, we already know what the Luais and the Tottos, the Crichtons are like. They're really cocky kids. They run around with chips on their shoulders. Enter the Broncos. You've got Reese Walsh. You've got Payne Haas. That run he did on the weekend was phenomenal. Ezra Mann. Jordan Ricky, Esmer Mann. Farnworth. I mean, you name Cobo, it. Cobo, Stags. Stags. This is a young team up against a young team. And I tell you what, there's no lack of belief on either side. And that's what I'm really excited about. We'll talk more about those in a second. We'll just touch on a couple more things. Also on the weekend, we saw the Jersey flag, the President's Cup and the New South Wales Cup Grand Finals. In Jersey flag, the Bulldogs pipped the Roosters 22-20. to President's Cup, the Maitland Pickers beat the St. Mary Saints 32-10 and the Bunnies beat the North Sydney Bears 22-18 in the New South Wales Cup or reserve grade. And can I just say... Shame on the NRL. I had to go really searching for this me, me to try too. and watch these games. That I, was just an absolute shame. And when I finally got it, I was on Nine Now. Where is Nine Now? Does anyone have? Is anyone got it? Yeah, in the I HD? do. It's on your Foxtel. I haven't got it. I only watch things via apps. I don't actually have an aerial on my um, my roof. So if I want to watch any free-to-wear TV, it's all on the apps. But that gives me seven, seven plus, all yeah, of that. I've got all those. Which too. let me tell you, I yeah. never ever watch. And so I had to go to Channel Nine as the first time. I've actually watched a Channel 9 program this year trying to find this. The fact that it's not readily available on KO, on Fox, you know, um, well, Channel we, 9 proper. Why aren't they playing it? It was just disgusting. Well, we know what we And then even Fox. the coverage was ordinary. The coverage was really ordinary. You know, I remember my kid when he went to um, the Nationals, because it's like the Junior Nationals, they don't televise it. Fair enough. But the good thing they did was on YouTube there was a live stream so that I could go to my brother and say, hey, Alex is racing in the finals. Race starts at seven, blah, blah, blah. You know, that's that. And I totally understand why that is. That's what it felt like this coverage was like. And I just thought, come on, guys. This is a New South Wales Cup. It's a grand final. Half the team you recognise, half the other side you recognise, and then now this time they're playing what the the State Cup Challenge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So which, so- thank God they're playing it. But unfortunately, that's the first game of the weekend. It's not the undercard to the actual, you know, NRL. Did you have trouble finding the NRLW? No, that that, that was, was on. on. Fox. I actually and, and there was out- also the pregame show. And don't get me wrong, I don't mind it being there, but I don't understand why the New South Wales Cup at least wasn't there. Why it's not that. being shown. They, they just want to force it down your throat. I actually worked out what the W stands for in NRLW. <laughs> don't, 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 Bess. I don't know. Just that we, 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 it what? stands for woeful. Oh, okay. It's woeful. Because Chris and I... We actually watched it. I got into a debate with the big O over it on the weekend because he thinks that, oh, you know, do you think that, you know, the lower grades that we were saying should have been the curtain raiser? He disagrees wholeheartedly. He thinks the standard of the women is outstanding. There's a reason why, but we won't say on this show. But um, I said, you know what, O, in the back of my head, I said, I respect you. I'm going to give this a go. So Chris and I sat down and watched. I was you gonna only watched it because the Roosters were playing. You put it on. Let's <laughs> be, you, yeah, I, I, yeah, did, I uh, did put it on because I knew on. the Roosters were playing. All right, all right. 
What do you mean you knew that the Roosters were playing? If I didn't give a fuck, why would I care? So anyway, Chris put on, I said, I'm going to watch it just for the sake of the big O. If the big O was sitting anywhere near me, I would have thrown a shoe at him. It was 8-0 with 8 minutes to go. The game was, it was the It was so substandard. It was so pathetic. And the NRL want to shove it down your throat. That's why it was very easy to find. That's why it was on Fox. Don't worry about all the other stuff. The NRL has become woke. The NRL has become woke. I, I know. I'm a bit frustrated by it. Only because I don't, as I said, I've got no problem with it being on. I've, Absolutely I've, not. I've, I've tried no to problem watch with it being games. on. And I agree with you, Bass. I've tried watching a few games. I've struggled with it. It's not for me. But, you know, very happy for it to be there. But I do want to see at least the New South Wales Cup. I want to see who's coming up in the grades. And I want to get used to them. I want to see who the superstars are. Always used to do that. Always used to love it. And every time I went to a game, I would always go early to watch the lower grades. Always. I used to love doing it. We already know what the schedule the schedule's going to be. I'm going to read out a schedule. Louis sent it to me. It's a State Cup final. Okay, so the gates open at one. State champ. Grand final. So that's the... Um, East Tigers. and New South Wales Cup and the winners of the Q Cup yeah. are playing at one twenty. Then at 3.55, the NRLW grand final is on. Then the 6.30, the entertainment commences. By 7.30, if I'm still standing and I'm not absolutely drunk, then uh, Telstra Premiership grand final kicks off. What uh, time is kickoff? Sorry? 7.30. Yeah, 7.30 it says. Is the kickoff? It yes. says wow. that, but I'll double check. I'll double check because I normally it's at, uh, 10 to 8 for some stupid reason. No. Or maybe this is the NRL going... Oh, yeah, if we want the people in Queens, uh, in New Zealand to watch, maybe we should put it on 10 minutes earlier. Ridiculous. What? Absolutely ridiculous. So, by the way, anyone in New Zealand wanting to watch it, the game starts at 10 o'clock. I oh, know. Okay, it's absolutely atrocious. Give me a second while I just quickly look this up. It is. It says 7.30 is kickoff. Anyway, NRL needs to do better there. And I tell you what, for this uh, New South Wales State Cup, when you look at some of the players that are in that Q Cup, I was watching the Q Cup. We discussed this last week. You recognise half the players on both those teams. We, we need to be seeing more of this. We really do. Enough of that. Let's move on. We're going to talk very, very quickly about these games so we can just discuss the grand final at the end. The weekend started with the Panthers beating the Storm 34, 32 points to four, 18 four at halftime, six tries to one. I can't help but feel like for both teams, both games, that week off is just absolutely crucial. I, I saw fatigue really kick in. There was no fatigue. Please. Melbourne went up for the task. Oh, they lipped across the line against us. Let me ask you a question. Did Nelson Osofa Solomona really think that he, all by himself, was going to outmuscle that Panthers pack and intimidate those Panthers forwards all by his lonesome? That's all they had. You, you the one time him. that he thought that he was a hard prick, he shaped up to Takiyaho. They had to grab him. He couldn't backtrack fast enough. Who the hell is he thinking of Osofa Solomona? What's he thinking? That he's a tough boy? Do you know what his numbers were for the weekend? Who? Who'd they show? Nelson Osofa Solomona. Absolute rubbish. Six runs for 40 metres. Wow. Wow. By the way, there wasn't a single forward on the uh, Storm Pack that ran uh, over 100. Katoa, 90. Josh King, 91. They were their two biggest runs for the forwards. Uh, Christian Walsh, 65 metres. Karma Chameleon, 66 metres. Harry Grant, only 36 metres. Mate, we said that Bellamy had to start with his strongest side. If a Sofa Solomona concentrated on running the ball hard and making some big hits rather than thinking that he wants to fight in every tackle, he came in with knees. He He was worn twice, man. Mate, after initially Adam G's call when he it was we thought it was a, a late hit, he said to the video ref, I got Nelson in the bid for ten. Who runs in for the melee? And then I think the video referee tipped him. You can't put him in the sim bin for a push. It was a push. It was late, but it was a push. <laughs> was it? Right? 
bit of half full of, you know, fuffle and so on and so forth. He calls them out and he goes, right, there's a line in the sand that's been crossed. Next one goes to the bin. Lo and behold, he did, have, he did something else. It was a while later. Now, I think it was in the second half. But Nelson Asofa Solomona did come in with knees on a player on the ground. What? You forgot what you said? The next one's in the bin? Anyway, he came in there with a mindset of trying to ruffle the feathers of a, of a Panther side that's made four straight grand finals. And you, your big turd, thought that they were going to respond to you? Anyway. While we are just on that topic, I just want to give you the uh, Panthers numbers. Every forward ran for more than 100 metres. <laughs> Fisher-Harris, 150. Sorensen, 147. Liam Martin, 112. Isaiah. Isaiah, 210. And I've said this in origin how many fucking times. If you're going to pick a, a boy the size of Isaiah Yo, you don't pick him as a ball facilitator. You pick him as a ball runner. He fucking ran on the weekend. Fuck, he was good when he, he was, ran. He was damn straight. And because other- he's got good leg drive, he can get over the vantage line quick. Instead of just wasting him time ball playing, he's, uh, got, he's got a good leg you drive. You picked a six foot five giant to be a, four, a ball facilitator. Use him. Really? Use him. Well done, Freddie. Yeah. What's the story of Freddie? He's gone. I don't know. Is no, it? he's back. I think everyone around him's gone. Seriously, Freddie's back. Yeah, it's everyone around him's gone. It's everybody else's fault. I thought when Alexander quit, that was like you know they always do it in politics when they they know they're they're about to no, be he resigned. Out. He didn't get they sad. start resigning. No, that's what I'm saying. They all start resigning <laughs> yeah. because they lose their pension. Anyway, yeah. I think that's I could be right there. I could be wrong. The other thing that Isaiah does really well is. He changes direction to stop um, someone from getting to Nathan Cleary when he's kicking the ball. 100%. Now, I, I thought that was illegal. No, it's not. Well, you can actually move twice. Protect him. Yeah, you can protect your kicker. What, by getting in the way and moving forward and then moving back and sideways? And Absolutely. I thought you are allowed to move once, moving you forward, but the moment you move again and change your no, direction... You can't block a guy from chasing a ball through on a kick or you can't get in the way of... Yeah, but... The guy who's protected his kicker, he's allowed, he's, to... he's allowed to stand there and move forward pretending like he's running up, but he's not allowed to change direction. I've never seen it picked anyway. But it's because no, it's never been no picked. One, no, no, it's never been picked and no one's never noticed it. So really. if, it, if, it's, if it was illegal, I'm sure they would have picked him by now. Oh, do you think that? Every, every, every team covers their kicker that way. I've seen every team, when a guy's charging through, they step in his way. I just think Isaiah gives Cleary more time than most, and I think it's a bit more obvious than most. And uh, for some reason, it never gets picked up. Same way that uh, Luai never gets picked up when he's at least a metre off, offside when Kelly's kicking the ball downfield. They seem to get away with a lot of it. Melbourne, me. Melbourne were lucky to get through. They got to that game. They were playing superior opposition, like the back five for Penrith. They set the platform. They set the platform always. And then their forwards follow Completely up. Completely dominated. Follow the up. The back line for the Storm were great. They were fine. When I say great, they actually had some decent numbers. They were doing the line share of the work. The forwards just completely fell over. Yeah. They were dominated. And Anything else on that one? It's the old adage. Forwards win your no. finals games, mate. Penrith dominated. Forwards with your final game. Straight out. Penrith dominated. They looked amazing as we thought they would be. Luai sort of uh, was rested early in that game. I don't know if there's any... Did he come off? Early. In the second half. Way early. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like with half an hour to go. He's built differently though. What does that mean? I don't don't understand what he means. He was nursing an injury. So I think it was time to rest him. Okay. They wanted to give him a little bit of game time before the grand final. Clearly, also came he did off well. a bit early. He did well. He defended well. He, they, they tested the shoulder. He, I, think he, I think he made nine tackles, or is it 11 tackles? 11 he ran tackles. well. He did all right. We'll get some traffic on this, this weekend. Oh, yeah, all the sure. dirtiness will come out this weekend from both teams. Yeah. All right. The Broncos also won convincingly over the Warriors, 42-12. to 24-12 at half time, seven tries to three. We've already talked about a couple of those 
things uh, regarding the, the Howlers. Other than the Howlers, Jared Sutter let the Broncos get away with highway robbery in the ruck. It was slow. There was hands on the ball. Mate, I lost count of the times that... Uh, I don't know why I could I never... I agree with you, by the I, way. I made I noted that the hands were on the ball, though. Every just... fucking... I, I don't know why I could never remember his name. The forward that went from the Panthers to the Broncos. Capewell. I never could remember <laughs> that fucker's name. <laughs> Capewell. He's so memorable. He flopped in about 30 times. And I'm thinking, are you going to call something, Jared? Are you going to call something? He found the forward pass from Tafaga. He, he found, found that, that one. one. Well done. Saw that one. That that ball honestly, that wasn't forward. Yeah. Honestly, it's just so blatant. It's a bit blatant. And you know what? I'm gonna say it again. Finals footy. Why can't we have finals footy refereed like Origin? It's pressure cooker football. It's the best sides in the cop. The referee can call out the two captains before the toss. I'm gonna tell you now. Keep your sides on side. No bullshit. I don't want this fucking niggle, this rubbish, and everything. I will let the game flow if you follow my instruction. That's it. But, like, you can't have six to go penalty, six to go penalty, six to go for one side, and the other side's, like, doing nothing different to that side and can't buy a call. Please, it's, sir, can I have some more? It's just not on. It's yeah. not right. The finals is the pinnacle of our season. Like, how much... See the sudden death games that happened earlier in the... They in were the, crackers. They were, every single one of them games. went down to the death. But the top four sides, the best four sides in our comp, every one of the games they played was a fucking runaway. Yeah, I know. It's interesting you yeah, say that, though, Bass, I but I, I still think that the week off makes a massive difference. I saw fatigue. Week one, in. there's no week off. Week one, there was no week off. They were runaways in week one as well. They were too. They played each other. It's just the opposite. It was, it was uh, they were runaways week three, in week three. Week the opposite. You'd think the hardest games would have been the top four because they're the best four sides of the comp. They should have been bashing each other. Please, mate. Please. I tell you what, no, though, the, the Broncos are going to need to clean up a, a lot of those errors that they made because they, they, they gave away some silly you know, errors, mistakes. Reese Walsh has to clean up his game because he likes to give away a couple of those loose passes. And uh, I tell you, the Panthers are going to make them pay for that. That's, there's no doubt about it. So, you in, know, the, in the first half of their game, the Panthers were 100% completion rate. They finished on like something like 87. In the first half, they were 100% completion rate. Yeah, right. Have they, anything, have they finished ever less than that? So if the Broncos uh, don't value the appeal... Penrith will make a pay. Yeah. Like, they, can like points they know too. how to. They can leak points, Brisbane. Oh, yeah. Penrith can't. They, oh. limit, you, they limit you to 12 to 16. It's very, very un- unlikely. So, yeah, Brisbane can leak points. And I'll give you an example. First five minutes, they dropped the ball. Warriors scored in the corner. Like, that was the first five minutes of the game. I know. You should be defending your line. You know, you're, you've only spent the first five minutes and they let the Warriors in. Oh, look, the that was a red alert for me, for me, for Brisbane. You can't do that. You yeah, can't you make can't those do that. mistakes. I mean, you, they, they you just can't up. do that in the first five minutes. They backed up. And I heard one of the commentators just saying, Reese Walsh, you know, he, the thing about him, he made that silly mistake, but he learned from it and he didn't do it again. I'm going, but, you know, he's got to be grown up enough not to, to make do it. Yeah, is you the pass on? No, don't pass. You know who, cost, you know who cost the Warriors the game? Who? Pompey. What, the, the 10 minutes? talking about the... Zero for three. Yeah, zero for three goals, yeah. They should have been up to. Oh, no. They should, uh, even, it, should even, been, it should be 24 18 at one stage. Even when the Broncos had everything they go their way, it should have only been 24 18. That's right. Here's the difference. And that pressure made all the Absolutely. difference. Absolutely. Here's the difference. If you're down by six points, you've scored three tries, they've scored four. You think we can score. They can score. We're still in this. We've scored three tries, they've scored four, they're leading us by 12. Yeah, the psychology you're, you're of absolutely that. Absolutely right, Bass. The that psychology really of that would have hurt. Like, we were there. We're competing. We're in the contest. We're behind by 12. We scored one less try than them. Part Not of the issue, let them down. 
So part of the issue as well is that, you know, it's always with Tinnies and Lesniak. They're always scoring on the edges. It makes it a lot harder Where for Where did Adam Reynolds kick his first four? Well, that's Adam Reynolds, man. No, no, no. I know. No, no, yeah, but Adam Reynolds was, uh, was in front most of it. No. There were 20. Oh, one of it was one of them down the sideline? There were a couple from the, there were a couple. From the sideline. But that, that was sure? thing, I noticed that because I was just thinking, poor Pompey is kicking the ball from the sideline. Let's watch this one straight down the middle from the sideline. Have they got right on, kicker? Right on the line it was. And, Can't uh, Sean Johnson kick? And Adam Reynolds had a very poor start to the season with the boot. He, he did? A, he had a very poor... So, kicking from the sideline, he decided to bring his goal-kicking boots with him to this week, Adam Reynolds. It's a mark of a good shoot. And for me, the highlight of that game was the Broncos fan that walked out <laughs> with a sign that said, thank you, South. <laughs> you like that one? How good was that one? Oh, look, thank I, you, know, South. Look, look <laughs> that, that'll just... <laughs> Did you like that one? Look, that was going to lead into my next question. Look, as a South supporter... Fuck off, Chris. No, no. <laughs> As a South supporter, Johnny, yeah. did you ever think Reynolds would have taken him to the grand final? Did you think if he signed with it, did you think he could take him there? Did you think he still had it in him? I, I didn't I didn't know because especially when you saw what happened last year, they, it, was a, it was an ordinary year for him. Yeah. They, had, they had a, a real fall from grace leading up towards the finals and they just missed out on the finals. Is that right? So anyway, I'm thinking, okay, well, that, that hasn't really made much of a difference. I wasn't blaming Adam Reynolds though. So I thought he didn't have the cattle. But when they started off the way they did this year, and you saw that the, you know, they do look a really good team. Don't get me wrong. I recognise the fact they've only played three games in Sydney this year. The grand final will be the fourth time they played a game in Sydney, which is absolutely pathetic. So they they have been given a step up and a leg up at every opportunity. Are you, are you suggesting there's something untoward going on here? No, Bass, because I'm not a conspiracy theorist. No, no, not. no, not at all. Not at all. But, let me, but uh, three games in Sydney all year. Jesus not Christ. at all. Everybody else has a home, maybe half a home season at away or half an away season at home. The Brisbane Broncos have three quarters of a season at home and a quarter away. Uh, unbelievable. Can you believe that? But they, they played something like 80% in, in Queensland, Queensland because yeah. they played at uh, Townsville. They um, Even other sides took their games up to suburban South grounds. Sydney home games at Sunshine Coast against the Broncos, yeah. which was the dumbest thing in the world. Because we like doing dumb things like getting rid of Adam Reynolds. Was that the first time you've ever seen a sign from an opposition thanking another club? Was that was that the first time you've seen? Anyway, it was, seen a sign it, it was like, a pearler. That was a pearler. But you know what, Chris? I looked at that because you said that. You put on WhatsApp, right? I just thought, I want South to see that. They deserve it. It's I a mean, big sign too. If you look at the South City demise... You can pinpoint it to one thing. That was a terrible decision. Absolutely by far, terrible by decision. By far, it's the worst. It was the our, worst decision. Our now. grand final window is still open at that point. We had just lost to the Panthers in a grand final without Latrell Mitchell and with an intercept pass. The following year, we lose those guys. Our window is well and truly open. Let me show We've you. got the cattle. Let me remind And what got. was the big difference last year? We, we made the prelim last year. What was the big difference? Lachlan Ilias. No. Jason Demetrius said that Lachlan Ilias would be better than Adam Reynolds, so you can't say that. No, I can't uh, say that. How can I but what absolutely he's arrived, what disagree he, with what JD? What was he going to arrive in? You know, you know what, what I think is juvenile from your club? That when Adam Reynolds was being spoken to by the Brisbane Broncos, somebody from South said, do a medical check on him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then South, yeah, they sent the message to the, to, to the Broncos, say, do a medical check on him. And he's injury I reckon prone. he fluffed the medical check at uh, house so he can get to Brisbane. Uh, you know what? <laughs> That's I what mean, I reckon. Oh, we don't think he can finish the season. Oh, he's injury prone. Oh, his back's not good. Oh, he can't train. But that's that's a PR exercise, right? They've got to try and save face, saying that we did make the right decision to let go. No, that, was during, that was during the negotiations. Yeah, but Bass, I spoke about yeah. this. 
I think the Broncos have managed him perfectly. A game when they don't need him, they left him out. They managed him the whole year. If you correct, look at, Chris. If you look at the way he, then and that's what South didn't do. So if there was a like, okay, we're playing. Now nah, you're sitting out this week. You're sitting out this week too. You're playing the next three. Yours, they managed him that way, and they they didn't play in the last but Chris, two three games of the season. And, and don't forget. They, and then he, then he played one game, had a week off, and now he's playing in the grand and played again, and now he's in the grand final. And and, and the injection with the year that Reese Walsh has had. And Ezra Mam's been having a blinder. Took the pressure off. They have off. taken so much pressure off So much off pressure. Him. But when they need him, he's there. That, and he's controlling it. I, I beg to differ. That's the difference, I reckon. I reckon he's made them. Oh, quite possibly. Yeah, he's of course. Quite possibly. Don't Pass. forget what Combo said last year. He goes, Adam Reynolds, you know, virtually <laughs> coaching the side anyway. You just don't let her in front of the camera. No, no. But he I'm, just run his mouth. I'm just saying, though, because you look at it, it was, it's the worst thing. I mean, honestly, if you go back in the history of the rugby league, that is one of the worst decisions ever made. And I can understand that they probably just thought, you know, laid back and just thought, we don't want a JT situation where, you know, like with the Cowboys, he goes, no, I'm okay, I want to go again. And he has the worst game of his year, you know, his, his life, worst season of his life. They're going, oh, are we leading up to one of those? I think Queensland, the Broncos are going to learn if he wants to go again, if he says he's ready when his contract's up and he believes he can have another year, give it to him. Give it to him. Because I tell you what... They're in a grand final. They're a completely different side from where they were. Did the Broncos give him a four-year deal? Don't uh, know. I, I think, think it was a three-year three deal. Three but I think there's obviously better. options. I don't but, know. He's got but one Johnny, year left to run you, next year. You can't buy... He's, he's, he's going around next year. You can't buy good halfback experience. You just can't buy that. But Chris, you're, you're absolutely right. Because that's can't the buy other it. thing I was thinking of. We've spoken... Who do you go get? Ad nauseum hey, about this. Cherry Evans is flying at 34. The cost of a good halfback, number one. But number two, the availability... And we let go of Adam Reynolds. And I want to ask you both this question. This year, if you could choose one halfback between, out of anybody, I don't care who it is, but let's say it's obviously Nathan Cleary and it's Adam Reynolds. Who do you want in your team, Chris? I take Nathan because Cleary. they're both different players. I take Nathan Cleary. We just have to have a bit of a pit stop because some sweets have come out. Are you nuts? Why would you do that? I just went to the gym today. Listen. Have you seen the size of my hips lately? Listen, you're in a wog household. Do you expect not Thank to you. be? Thank you. So, only because, as a defender, I find Nathan Cleary a way stronger than Adam Reynolds. As far as game management... But that's his strength, though, Bass. What? His strength and his youth in running and well, defence. you're asking me who I take. No, no, I get that. Right? Oh, no, but that's where, where you've gone. As far as football smarts, Adam Reynolds has a wiser head on his shoulders because Adam Reynolds will always tell himself, yes, can, no, can't, maybe not now, where... The youth of Nathan Cleary goes, fuck it, I'm going to back myself. Do you know what I'm saying? But Adam plays the same game every week. Every week. But see, I, you, I, know, I would, you know what you're going to get from Adam every week, you know? Yeah, and I'd argue that sometimes his youth still needs a bit of maturity. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying his youth says, rather than pick the smart play or the percentage play, he'll go, fuck it, I'm going to back myself. He'll go that way because... And, and he may not always get that That's one right. right. He yeah. might not always get it right, but... The exuberance of youth is what I'm trying to say. And that's why he's not the greatest halfback. Fair enough. And and that was the other side of it. I'm going, because we know where his strengths are. He's a good halfback. We're talking Nathan Cleary. He's strong. He's young. He's agile. You know, he can tackle. He's a big body, right? So he's brilliant in that respect. But I've thought about it. I still think to have a general there, it's like what um, Sean Johnson's been able to do this year in his twilight, so, you know, twilight years. He's still been able to really control that side and take him around the park. And I think there's a lot to be said. I would still go Adam Reynolds, only because there's probably a bias there, but I still think to have someone like him, like Cooper Cronk, in that grand final a few years ago, there's, there's an incredible value there that you just... 
it just that, but what do you think that, what, that youth still is missing, regardless well, of their physical abilities? But the same thing is going to happen to us when Ben Hunt wanted a release. I mean, anyone would kill for him. If we let him go, it's probably the worst decision because he's a, he's so valuable to us. But who do we replace him with? And then if he goes to Brisbane, he makes them good. Gold Coast, he makes them good. South, he makes them look good. He makes other teams look good. You know what I mean? And so he, that's why our coach said, mate, you're going nowhere because we can't get a replacement. And, and we, sorry, before we you go on, one. And, and we, we, the last couple of years, we're giving him a real hard time. He's had a great season. Yeah, but we Last season wasn't a bad season either. And we we're saying he's really overpaid. I think he's actually worth his value if you look at the season he's had. Yeah, he year. has back end of his season. He Here's has. the thing too. Adam Riddles, when he was at South, he played in a couple of gun sides. He had all the Burgess brothers. He had... Uh, David Cook. Inglis. He had Inglis. He had uh, Gagai. He had Alex Luke Johnson. Keery. He had Luke Keery. He had Cam... What's his name? Up at Carousel too was there. And your... Even your captain there. Cam Murray. Cam Murray was there still. They lost a lot of grand final qualifiers. He didn't take them to four straight grand finals. Where... Look at this young kid playing in his fourth straight grand no, final. No, I get that. I so get that, yeah. yeah. But you asked me a question. I love Adam Reynolds. I think Adam Reynolds is should be the poster boy for the rugby league. He really should be. Clean skin. You've never, ever, ever seen a bad word uttered about him. Has the respect of every side he's played with. Good bloke. A smart head on his shoulders. Great tactician. Great game manager. But because of his years... And I think he's had a great season this year yeah. too. I reckon it's been one but of But it's a close one though still. Ab- absolutely. It's still a close absolutely. one. Absolutely. Yeah. But on the back of defence... So Brisbane should get rid of him based on that. Back to who, South? Did he wouldn't go back there if you paid him $10 no, million. No, I'm just saying... Like, you see what you he know. said about t- today? He said he loves he loves the club. He said he wouldn't love any other club but South. Well, he's falling but he's in falling love with Brisbane. Love with, he's falling in love with and Brisbane. And as is his family. But no, I'm just saying Brisbane have to learn from our mistakes. You can't possibly look at a guy like that and just say, well, we're worried about his age. Just don't. Look, the thing is... Let, let, him, let him stay a year longer. <laughs> he's yeah. waited up this way. He goes, yes, when somebody in Queensland walks up and asks for an autograph... They've got two heads, granted, but at least they got a full set of teeth as opposed to where I was before. <laughs> so anyway, Look, going, back, say going back to thing. Nathan Cleary too, I don't think he's the greatest halfback yet, like Buzz is saying, of all time. I don't think he's the greatest halfback. Nobody said that. Well, Buzz is saying he's, 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 Buzz he should be the greatest. Buzz asked the question. He I'm didn't not, say yeah, he was. And I, I didn't ask that because we don't have time to answer that question right <laughs> I don't now. Think, but I'm just saying I, I, I like him and he's the greatest, but I don't think he's in that you know conversation just yet. All right, anything else before we talk about the big dance, the grand final? I think, I think the best two teams made it, by far. And it's the two teams you want to see. It's oh, the two teams like I said see. last week, you, were going, you guys were talking about the telecast. I said, mate, don't worry about the telecast. They're not going to make it. They were never going to win that game, the Warriors. They're, they've had a great season and everything, but they were never going to win that game. But you said it. They were really up against it. You said it. Two teams, they're youthful. They're ready to bash each other. Great pack, great halfbacks. It's game on. Let's, let's have a look yeah, at those no, let's teams. See, so, let's see who's got more arrogance in them. This week. Okay, because I'll ask a couple of questions at the end. But anyway, the Panthers play the Broncos at Needs to be Blown Up Park. $1.64 for the Panthers and two twenty seven. Didn't you just say, say that Chris, as an Arab, you can't say blown up? Chris no. looks more Arab than I do. <laughs> what? That's true. You do. He does. Yeah, I mean, are you, you kidding me? You scare me. No, no, you look like an Arab. <laughs> Both teams are unchanged. Let's quickly go through those. It is a Tuesday night we are doing this podcast. Can you call about player for player? Both fullbacks? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Fullbacks, Dylan Edwards up against Reese Walsh. What do we think? Reese Walsh. Walsh. I mean, it's hard to say because Dylan Edwards is a solid. <laughs> he will he will he will bring the ball back. He'll run 200 meters. He'll be solid under the high ball. He won't make stupid mistakes. Yeah. Reece He's mistake free. You know what you're going to get, but Reese Walsh 
As soon as that guy accelerates, man, he's dynamic. And you Jesus. Know, and you know when it comes to Dally M's, I don't rate it on the way they give points for because nine times out of ten when the Broncos won games, it was either him or Adam Reynolds, Reynolds. or Payne Haas. And at Penrith, Dylan Edwards was hardly going to rate any points. But for me, Dylan Edwards is the fullback of the year. Fullback of the year. I agree. I agree. Fullback and of the we'll, year. we'll write down ours because um, that's that's on tomorrow night. Yeah. Well, and we, by the time the pod comes, podcast comes out, if you get in early enough, you'll hear this. But we're going to pick our players of the year in each position. Yeah. Well, Bass, and I, see um, how we can. Reece Walsh can't get fullback of the year anyway. He got suspended. Yeah, but he only loses points. He can still get it, can't he? You can't. You're actually out of the running. You're actually out of the running if you've been suspended. I yes. think also you got if it's. I think if no, you're suspended think if you... for a certain number of games, and I think that the nature of the suspension. Oh, is it okay. matters? Yeah. I don't fully understand it, but either way, I think he's in the disqualified pile, which is a bit moronic. Wiggers. Sorry, but before we go on, Dylan Edwards is amazing, but Reese Walsh, I am dead keen to see how he goes. Cause yeah, but Reese Walsh is rocks and diamonds. I know. Dylan Edwards is diamonds. Because when we Most go when we go through the wingers and the centres, and it's mainly the centres, his trick, his one trick pony trick, is to run around that centre and you know create the gap and, and the centre. By the time he runs around that centre, the centre's got no time to turn around and chase him. He's gone. But the centres that we've got here, but we'll, we'll go through it. We got um, on the wing, we got um, on one wing uh, Taruva and Jesse Arthur's. Yeah, they're and like for like. On the other wing, we've got Brian Toto and Selwyn Cobbo. Like for like too, they they're great. No. They return the ball back they're, great. No, they're not like for like. Uh, I reckon. Toto, well, Toto just. To, no, no, I'm not saying Toto's over Selwood Cobo. I'm saying so, uh, Toto is a is a meter eater. Selwood Cobo is more of a attacking weapon in a sense where he you're directing a kick for him. You're he's on the end of a uh, of a Reese Walsh backline move, and he himself has amazing ball skills. Yes. But I'll give you a good ten. Oh no, no, run. No, no, he's he will. I'm boy. saying to you. But as far as you know, the wiggers, you got Toto, who's a battery grab and. Well, the storm on the weekend kicked everything down Toto's way and because they it. thought they thought they're going to have that uh, that height advantage and all that sort of rubbish. But do you do you see the way the Panthers rally around? Yeah. I mean, we know he's short, but mate, there are there's interference plays coming through, and even if the storm were to regather the ball, they would immediately get cleaned up, wrapped up, and they're not getting that ball away, and then, then it's a turnover. The the Panthers are all over it. The Panthers, you know, as I said, their energy. That speed, you know, they, they're there. So they could hail bombs down his way and Cobbo can come flying over the top. But the, regardless of whether he does and he gets the ball or not, he'll get wrapped up in a heartbeat. And that's the way the Panthers go. So Taruva, fantastic. Arthurs, I've really been impressed with him. They're both different. But I think that's a bit of a cancelling out. However, Cobbo, Toto, where are we at? For me, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a game of metres. And I think the back three... So I understand Reese Walsh is good in the back line when it's attacking. But if Nathan Cleary plays the game smart and keeps the ball Away in open him. field rather than put it up so he can take it and find his way back, if he finds the grass, makes him bend over to pick it up, low rolling balls, this is going to be a tactical game. Kick it for touch. Kick it out. Yeah, kick it kick out. Kick it out. Kick it into touch. Let him start from a set play rather than let him field it and have 20, 30 metres before the defence gets to him. If the Panthers play that way, you can nullify Reese Walsh. I think they'll you play can't that nullify way. Dylan Edwards. Mate, the Panthers' kick chase is second to none. Well, so he's not going to have a lot of opportunity to, to yeah, have but space. To... We know what he's like. He's quick and he can find uh, some open space. So it's going to come down to tactical play. If they keep the ball away from him and don't give it to him in the air where he can take it on the run and, you know, slice through or so on, if they find open grass, 
greener pastures and make him run over to the ball, bend down, pick it up. By the time he gets up into his feet, the defence is on him. As he, they always are. Right? He's not a meter eater like Dylan Edwards is. So no, there's and, a difference in that one. And the, the other difference between uh, Toto and Cobbo is Toto's going to run another 100 metres more than what Co- to Cobbo will be. The, the centres um, for Panthers, uh, we've got Isaac Targo, or Tongo, I think is how it's pronounced, and Stephen Crichton. For the Broncos, Katoni Staggs, Herbie Farnworth. I think that's one each. Ugh, I rate Farnworth yeah. way ahead of Staggs. I think Staggs... I think they got rid of the wrong centre. I agree. I think Staggs has got quite a few mistakes in him. He made a few mistakes on the weekend. Yes, he did. Whoever's marking up against Staggs, I give him... And I think I think Targo is actually playing injured. Well, from what we heard today, apparently Herbie Farnworth went to hospital with a... Uh, was it a hamstring? Oh, there's always mind games during during. That's uh, the rumor. There's always mind games during. That's the rumor. Uh, but I also heard grand that final week. I, I heard that uh, Adam Reynolds was taken off for um, <laughs> to get treatment. He, he gets taken off everywhere. No, they tra- no, they're flying him down to say hello to his housemates to tell him what it's like to make a grand final. Summer. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. The, the Sixers, uh, Jerome Luai, Ezra Mam. I think the way Mam's played this year, I think they cancel each other yeah. out. I think Mam's a better player. I think he's eyes up footy. He's made a lot more happen than Jerome Luai. Yeah. yeah Jerome, Jerome Luai, Luai just crabs along, looks for an opportunity. It kind of works because players, for some reason, stand off. And then he'll, he'll get an offload. Nine times out of ten, the offload goes nowhere. As good as, it's a defence. <laughs> but every that one out of ten, when it happens, everyone goes, he's amazing. As good as Sorensen has played this this year, he's not a Viliami kicker. That's who made, that's who made uh, Luai look good. Absolutely. I really like Ezra Mam, and I know he's still young and he's got a long way to go, which is why I think, just while we're on the subject, if the Broncos do lose this, I think they're going to lose one to win one. That's where I see them at. In the halves, we've got Nathan Cleary, Adam Reynolds. It's going to be a hell of a battle. Very close. And I tell you what. Hard to separate. You can't. You can't. Hard to separate. It is hard to separate. They've dominated their league for a very long time. different half both of them. If Ivan Cleary is as... As fucking tactical as I, I think he is, he should be running traffic at Adam Reynolds. Like I said to you, Nathan can defend and can take the hits. If you run traffic at Adam, quite a bit of traffic at Adam and make him work, it might take a bit of uh, fire out of his uh, game. So I agree. Let's look at the front row for the Panthers. We've got Moses, Leota, James Fisher-Harris for the Broncos Thomas Flegler and Payne Hutz. Wow. That is juicy. Wow. <laughs> what a lineup! Wow. But I got to say that that run from Payne Hutz, uh, he ran into some open space, and then he just put the afterburners on. Got that it. was amazing. The the only only diff- yeah. The only difference between the four packs is Brisbane's front rows are more mobile. They're faster. They're more mobile. If they get in a gap, they they they, they can run. Yes. And I think the Penrith front rowers are more mongrel. Oh, yeah, mongrel, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. Who, who did you say had more mobility? The Broncos. The Broncos. Okay. They're, 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 they're two front rowers. They got more. Flegler's pretty mobile Yeah, well. I know. But that's what I mean. Brisbane play a very mobile, free-flowing game. As Penrith, they're just a unit. They do their job. Complete your sets. And you, you know what I mean? That's you know what what's going to be critical? They're robotic. For, you know what's going to be critical for the Broncos from their front row? Second phase play. That killed, killed yeah, the Warriors. That's the another thing too. They're they're, they, yeah, they they're can ball play, Bass. Every single one of their front rowers can ball play. But both Second. of these teams are offload kings. No, not so much Leona. No, not much so to Leona and, 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 and that. Fisher-Harris, no. 
That's uh, probably Spencer Lee knew when he comes on. Yeah, no, but that's right. But I'm just saying that, you know, Penrith are known for the offloads as well. The Broncos are offloads. It, did, it absolutely killed them. Yeah, yeah. killed them. Absolutely killed, killed them. Absolutely. Yeah, two or three in the in the tackle. And next thing you know, his ball just goes boop. Flegler and Payne Haas, they know how to turn their body. When they know their run is coming to a, a crescendo, they know when to turn their body and look for that offload. And they always seem to get it away. So this is going to be interesting. One's, a, like Chris said, mobile, ball-playing front row. The other one's a hard-running, bungalow front yeah. row. I think, I think the difference is when you train for it, and it's, it's part of the actual you know, strategy, as opposed to someone like a paying guy junior that just says, I'm doing this no matter what. You know, no one's really expecting it. But I, from what I saw on the weekend, not only were they looking for the offload, but there was already so, always somebody there ready to take it. Yeah. And that's a difference. Because how many times have you seen someone ready for the offload looking for people? And, and, that's, there. and that's why Billy Walters looked good on the weekend because he was the recipient of some second-phase play that put him away. Yeah, fair enough. And if he was the guy that was trained to be there, yeah, absolutely. The second row, we got Sorensen. You and do the hookers? I was going to do them after, but I'll just do the oh, hookers. Oh. Mitch Kenny uh, and Billy Walters. Yeah, both rubbish. They'll cancel each other out. Yeah, they're, they're playing up yeah, at no, the no, moment. No, they're, they're playing well. They're, play, um, they're playing in good teams. Yeah, yeah, they're equal. And this we've always said, when you're playing in a good side and you're an average footballer, like Jamin Lowe, do I need to say any more? No, no, I get it. Was but... fucking rubbish at South Sea, won a premiership at the, at the Storm. Move on. Okay. <laughs> he was rubbish at South Sea, won a premiership at the Storm. Well, Billy Walters recently is looking good to the eye. That's all I'm going to say. Second row, Scott Sorensen, Lee Martin. Uh, and on the other side, we've got Kurt Capewell and Jordan Rickey. For me, one and one, two. All right, Ricky. I tell you what, Sorensen and Martin oh. combination is oh. absolutely for me. Liam Martin's the back row of the year by far. I'm not talking about Dalian points in games. For me, he is the back rower of the year. If you had somebody to play for your life, I'm picking him. I'm picking him. I think he's also going to get the back row of the year. Oh, I hope so. In um, it would, it would seriously with the, the, the I don't rate Ricky system. Chris. I don't, don't rate him. No. And for the for me, Ricky... Ricky's rocks are diamonds, but yeah. he's more rocks. But let me, I agree with you, Bass. Mate, I don't know how his coach would be sitting in the fucking box going, let go already! He's got that tendency of just... He hangs on and you see the... Who's you, that? Ricky. Ricky. You see the, the ball carrier trying to shrug him off so he can play the ball. He just, he just leaves his hand in there one bit too long. But he's going to cost his side in the grand final penalty or two. You watch and see. In his favour, he's got... Strength, mobility, and youth. You know, that's the thing. He's one of those players. So I, I reckon Sorensen Martin certainly has it over them. But uh, Kurt Capewell's been having a sensational year. The experience that, Cape, that Kurt Capewell has nullifies Sorensen for me. But Liam Martin's a standout. He's standard. an absolute standout. And then we've got another incredibly juicy lineup: Isaiah Yeo and Patrick Carrigan. <laughs> You'd have to give it to Isaiah. You got it because yeah. you know he is and he'd probably sensational. and he'd probably get lock of the year as well. But I absolutely love Carrigan this year as oh, well. So do I. Yeah. So do I. He's one of those players, Carrigan, that you want him with you. You know what I'm saying? He's one of those players you want to play with because you know he's going to give you 100. Yeah, he's going to give he's you like 100. He wants to play. Yeah. He's like a he Jake. Wants... Like a Jake Jarovich. He yeah, just he, degree, he just yeah. goes through the bit more explosive. He, but he goes with <laughs> no. I'm just saying he's one of those guys who just will go through the trenches with you, like. Yeah, he's got, more, know, he's he's got way more strings to his bow than, than, than Jakey. Jakey's just, he's a gun defender and he can lock up the middle and everything. But as far as ball carrying, Carrigan's got it over Jakey yeah. every day. He's improved week. so much too. He has. And then the interchange, neither of these... Uh, this, is have, where the, this is where the grand final will be won changed. and lost. None of these have changed from last week. For the Panthers, it's Jack Cogger, Lindsay Smith, Spencer Lenu and Luke Garner. Yeah. And uh, for the Broncos, Tyson Smoothie. Brendan Pakura, Kobe Hetherington, and Keenan Palacia. So Luke Garner made that bench. 
last one, number 17. Yeah. Wow. So he went from Wooden Spoon to in the grand final 12 months, that guy, from the Tigers. Oh, well. But I always rated him, though. Yeah. That was the thing. I always rated Luke. Uh, and I, he was always teetering in my uh, super coach team. You know, he was always been a busy boy. There was a moment on the weekend, I can't remember the name of the commentator, but in the Broncos-Warriors game, he said, uh, Berry on smoothie. And he goes, and that was the matchup we've been waiting for the whole year, the Berry smoothie. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I thought that was quite beautiful. So that's the teams. And um, I'm going to give you a tale of the tape, thanks to Lou Romanos. He just gave me some stats just to read out on both of them. The Penrith Panthers finished first, 42 points, 18 wins, 6 losses, 645 points scored, 312 conceded. So that's a 333 points differential. Final series v Warriors, 132-6. Storm, no, we won't go through that. Brisbane Broncos, 42 points on the ladder. Second spot, 18 wins, 6 losses compared to 18 wins and 6 losses. 639 points scored, so only, what's that, six less than the Panthers. 425 conceded, which is almost 100 more conceded than the Panthers. And when we talk about the fence winning grand finals, it's a 214 points differential. So the Broncos, 123 tries this year. The Panthers scored two more. Broncos, 51 possession average, and the Panthers, 54%. Set completion rate, Broncos 77, 83 for the Panthers. Line breaks, 155 for the Broncos and actually 146 for the Panthers. Question I've got is, do the Panthers have the Queenslander effect? You know how Queenslander, they feel like they, um, you know, floods, adversity. Sydney's got the Opera House and all of that sort of stuff. Do We've the got, Panthers Sydney's got Sydney Harbour? They got the Nepean River. Yeah, all of that sort of stuff. Is the Queenslander effect alive and well with the Panthers? Because again, they look at all the other teams and they just think there they have Roosters. They got Bondi Beach. Souths have got Coogee. You know. <laughs> <laughs> St George Dragons are within twenty minutes from the city. Bay. We've got is the that, whole Bondi Bay. Is that, whereas the Panthers, they're an hour from the city. They got bushfires, <laughs> problems with crystal you know, meth. Is of- there? A- <laughs> Said, hey, hey, we've got the whole of Botany, mate. You're the sort of guy that Could needs a hear? dildo attached to his saddle when he's riding a horse. That's what you need. You is summer. that because you live in Coogee right now? Is that, is that why? Yes, Chris. Is no, it, it's, it, but it is. It's our heartland. <laughs> all of a sudden, I'm really funny. It, it, it's our okay. heartland. Oh, jeez. All right. Oh. Um, how do we see yes. this one playing out, boys? Ah, uh, look. I love Is Penrith. there housing commission in Coogee? <laughs> yes, there is. is there, there is. Yeah, there is. That's where the South supporters are, right? Thank you. Yeah. Yes. I love Penrith. I think they're in for something special, you know, doing the three-peat. What, four in a, they've been in now four grand finals in a row. But there's something about Brisbane that's telling me that I want them to win. I want them to win for Adam too. That's just another way of saying, but I wouldn't be surprised. No, no, no. It's just, we know what to expect from Penrith, but there's something I just like about Brisbane. You've changed your mind again. No, that's what I said. I said there's something like there's something I like about Brisbane. <laughs> but you said Penrith. Yeah, but uh, we know what we're going to get from them. 
You don't know what you're going to yeah, get from Yeah, we do. No, you don't. Because in every grand final that Penrith has been in, it's been different. It hasn't been the same. If it's a tough drag out event, they can roll their sleeves up and get in. And Brisbane uh, beat, as, as Brisbane they did beat them. South in 21, that it, was just an absolute barge correct. fest, low-scoring and they, game. And they stayed there and stayed there and stayed there and held and held and held. And, you know, when it was time, they let go and they scored. Against Parramatta, when the floodgates opened, they went. They made sure it was flooded. Have they played each other once this year, those two? I'm not sure. I think Brisbane beat him. Louis, where's that stat? Here's the thing. That's a good stat to have. Yeah, I think they have. I Here's think the thing. You know how they say you've got to lose one to win three? <laughs> <laughs> Is, that what, Is that what they say? You've got to lose <laughs> one to win three? Yes. So, Very familiar with that. Look, I'd like the fairy tale for Adam Reynolds just so South fans can roll over a few more times and, you know, punch the ground and pull their tooth out. That so, one doesn't get old. It's like my three-peat for the Roosters. Singular. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't want any more happiness for Parramatta fans either. Yeah. It's very Anytime tough, you man. talk to a Parramatta, we were the last ones to win three. I want that wiped away. I want that to go. I know, that's a big yeah. driver for you, isn't it? Yeah, you, it you is. You really want yeah, Parramatta is. fans Absolutely. to get that. Absolutely. But your cousin Al, the guy that you love, is a Parramatta fan. Yeah? If you ask cousin Al, does he give a fuck about the three-peat or the fact that they haven't won one in 40 years, what do you think he's going to say? You can't die on 11 premierships for the rest of your life. You want glory today. All right, you, you want, want glory today. Do you want to go for mine? And we'll we'll put a Clive Churchill in there. I'm going to go Brisbane, Clive Churchill, and Reynolds. Ooh. I'm going to go Penrith by 12. Yeah. And Dylan Edwards, Clive Churchill. Yeah, that's a good oh, that's one. Look, they're all, they're all possibilities there. I am going to go Penrith as much as I want the Broncos to win. I think it's going to be by eight. And uh, I think um, before I go to Clive Churchill, another major prediction is that Luai is going to completely lose his arm and uh, he'll be taken off in the first 20 minutes. And if that is the case, then maybe the Broncos come home. But Clive Churchill, I, I actually really think it's going to be Cleary, yeah, Clive maybe. Churchill. Yeah. That's, that's the way I see it. But, but as far as the way the game will go, I, I think if the Broncos can really hold them out, if they really focus on that defence, they're going to go a long way to giving themselves a chance. They can score points, but they've just got to tidy up their defence. As you can problem. see, they've, they've, they've actually they've leaked a lot more points, 100 more points this year compared to the Panthers. So defensively, they leak. They've got to, they've got to tidy that up, and they've just got to stop with the errors. Because the amount of errors that they had on the weekend, you do that against the Panthers, you can't turn the ball over. Gone. Yeah, you can't turn already the ball gone. over halfway or 20 metres out. You can't do that. And you can't drop the ball in the first five minutes either. And intercept tries. You saw what Panthers do. They did that to us in 2021. And Crichton's yeah. a, a king of that. Stephen Crichton. Crichton so, is the so intercept Walsh, king. So, Reese Walsh, be careful what, what, what you wish for and how, where you're going to throw it to this weekend. Because I'm, I'm sure Kevin's going to... king. And, and, and on that, if the Broncos do win, do we start to look at Kevin Walters as a... A real coach. Well, you know what I heard. If Kev, <laughs> if Kevy if Kevy wins it, he's the first Bronco player and coach to ever win it. Yeah, right. Anyway, well, I think it's delicious. I think it's going to be a cracker well, of a game. Well, I'm really looking forward to it. Two years ago. Yeah, it just goes to show that if you buy a lot of players, and if you buy a good halfback from South, that's what Phil Gould's trying to do. Buy a lot of players. Slowly getting there. Look, it's going to be a cracker, man. It's it's a cracker. It's, it's going to be a cracker. It's a cracker or it's or it's not. That's the thing. As I said, if they can actually really get themselves set defensively and hold out these guys, it's going to be a cracker. If they start leaking points, just like we saw on the weekend, they will blow out games. It's the worst thing that could happen. I don't want it to be a blowout game because I would have been waiting, anticipating all day on Sunday, yeah. waiting for this. Is, and then after, what, 20, 30 minutes, you're going to go, oh, is that a I don't want to sit here and watch the rest of this. 
Sorry? Is he the oldest player on that field? Uh, he would yeah, be. He would be, yeah. <laughs> and then you look around and there's not much after him either. All right. I think we're going to have to call it there, boys. Yeah, Brisbane. Um, Brisbane. We're going for Brisbane or are you calling Brisbane? I'm going for Brisbane. Going Brisbane. I'm going for Brisbane too. Bass's Panthers, Panthers. You just said you were going for Penrith. No, I'm going for Brisbane, but yeah. Panthers, I believe, will win by eight points. Oh, okay. So you're yeah. cheering for Brisbane. Yes. Just because I think people want to know. I wonder, wonder where Johnny's going with this. How, how's he feeling? I wonder who he likes in this game. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going for the Coogee Panthers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, the North Sydney Bears, are they your feeder club? Who? North Sydney Bears, yeah. Roosters feeder club? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Anyway, it was a good game of the weekend. Did you watch it? Nah. 22 to 18, I think Bunny's won that one. Yeah, Great well, game. Well. Anything from your best before yeah, we go? I, I, I don't know. There's something that's telling me that Penrith could blow this away. Like, it could be a blow. A runaway. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is. I just I just feel like... I think they want that, that three-peat hey, badly, eh? They want that free... Yeah, they oh, do. Well, the they big do. question is how badly does the no. NRL want the three-peat? Well, Adam G, 91% yeah. success rate for Penrith under him. How badly does he want to help them get that three-peat? Oh, lordy, lordy. As much as, as much as who was it that got Souths over the line in 2014? Because he had a jersey hanging in his bedroom when he was a kid. Yeah, anyway. All right, the season's come to an Hampstead. end. Just really quickly, before we go, um, who do you think fullback of the year is going to be? Dylan Edwards. Okay, not who do you think is going to be the Dally M? Who should it be? Dylan Edwards. Okay, we'll compare it against who should it be. Um, do do two wingers or one winger? One, that is one. Okay, one winger. Who's the winger of the Dominic year? Dominic Young. Dom Young? Yep. Tom Young. You reckon? He had a great yeah. season, yeah. Ahead of Toto, because Toto was amazing. Dom Young. Dom Young, okay. Centre. Oh, good one. Good one. Good one. Wow. Crichton has been really good this year. He'll probably get it. He'll probably get it. Crichton's been good. Who's another Farnworth, one? Farnworth. Farnworth's had a Herbie great Herbie's year. So you look at it. Farnworth, the top four sides. Farnworth's had a good year. Nobody from the Warriors, really. Nobody from Melbourne. So it's between, yeah, Farnworth and uh, Crichton, really. It's between those two. Best had a good back end of the year, but that's about it. Yeah. Campbell Graham? No, he was still not centre of the year. No, no. Okay. He didn't make the eight carriers. You know that, don't you? No, I know that. Oh, okay. Just I know that. You, just making um, sure you know. But you also were very quick to rule out Alex Johnson uh, for the winger. <laughs> <laughs> no, but <laughs> have you noticed? Has he ever won winger of the year? I don't think no. so. Actually, no. I don't know. He scored thirty tries every year. Has he ever won winger of the year? Please, bro. Please, um, please, man. Five eight. Wow. Well, Munster, Cody Walker. Munster. I think Cody Walker's been brilliant. He's had, uh, he's had Ezra, a couple of off games. Ezra Mann's been, been good too. He's been yeah, absolutely but don't forget amazing. Munster also won an Origin Series. So Okay, you say Munster, I say Cody Walker. Not because of my allegiance. I just think that everyone... You know, like, you, you, know you won three out of your last 12 and Cody Walker's going to get five-eighths of the year. He, I know that. He's still amazing. Halfback of the year. Cleary. Cleary. Prop. Haas. 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 Yep. I thought you said pass. Well, hooker. Can, yeah. I, can I throw a curly? I think Coruscant has been absolutely amazing in a really shit team this year. I was going to say, there's He's, no hooker. If you think about the entire competition... Harry Grant's been disappointing. No hooker has actually taken the ball by the horns. Damian Cook's fallen off the planet. Brandon Smith's been average. Yeah, Brayden. Brayden. Newcastle did do well. They did win seven or eight in a row to get into the finals. He, that, that one for me could be anybody. Yeah, for yeah. me, I actually really like Coruscant. And I think he'd probably go a long way to winning Dally M, actually, with points. Um, all right, the second row. 
Liam Martin. Liam Martin. Liam Martin easily, yeah. Absolutely. Locke? Isaiah. 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 Okay. Rookie of the year? Rookie of the year. Ezra Bebb. Did he not play at all last year? No. Okay. I'm not sure. I don't uh, think he played last year. But what? What? what can, how many games can you play in a year before you... And then go on the next year to be considered a I rookie? Three, I think. Okay. Well, in that I'm case, sure. he's probably played sure. less than that. I have Ezra Bebb. Who, who are the rookie nominees? I've got no idea. Ezra Bebb. Um... Taruva. Taruva's been amazing. Taruva. Oh. Any rookies from the Warriors? It's up there. No. Oh, I like Taruva, though. Taruva. I think he's just been, outstanding. been outstanding. Yeah. Let's just go with Taruva. Okay. Isn't Jacob Preston a rookie of the year? Part of there? Was he a rookie? Preston from Canterbury? Come on, bro. No, I'm just saying he had a good... He, he, uh, is he going to win rookie of the no, year? No, but I'm just saying he had a good year, too, I reckon. Uh, can you see May getting his winger spot back at Penrith over Taruva? Anytime soon? No, I think it's going to be. I don't think it's a better. It's going to be tough. I don't think Taylor May is a better winger. That's what I'm saying. He's played that well too. Not only did he, you know, make his uh, debut, he played well. So Buller from um, the Tigers. Yes, Buller. Yeah, yeah, he's another one. It's rookie of the year. Considering where they finished in the comp, it's hard to dethrone somebody who's had a really good season. Who's that second row for the Bulldogs? Preston. 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 Preston, Did you say Preston? Preston. Uh, Okay, that's what I said. Yeah, and Cam Pereira is another one. Well, the winger? Yeah, he's been outstanding. I think Buller might get it, to be honest. Or well, Taruva. You've got to look at, you know, one got the wooden spoon <laughs> and one is playing in a grand final in his first season. And not just that, Taruva's actually he fucking... He came by mistake. He, he actually... I'll, I'll read out some of the, um, the, 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 the nominations and options. Valence Tavare. No, he hasn't played enough. C.R. Wong for the Roosters. Brendan Hands for Parramatta. <laughs> Tom Hazelton from Cronulla Sharks. Isaiah Katoa from the Dolphins. Zach Hosking for Penrith Panthers. Is that this year? Did he not play last year? That's 2023. No, he's eligible. Zach Hosking. Taruva, Panthers. Will Warbrick from the Storm. Khan Pereira, who gets my vote. Jacob Preston. And uh, Khan Pereira gets your vote over Taruva. Yeah, I think so. Wow. Where's he played all all year? Are they in the finals, the Titans? Doesn't matter. I just still think he's had a blinder of a year. He's, he's had a, actually quite. Pereira, um, he's had a better year than Taruva. I, I I've enjoyed watching him more than I. That's have not before. what I asked you. So you're picking out a who's had a better year, Taruva or Khan Pereira as a team? No, or no, no, are you no, talking no. as an individual? No, no, sorry, as an individual, I'm I, talking as an individual. I think Pereira has been, had a better year than Taruva. I, I reckon he's. Uh, he, well, I think his try count is higher. I, I, I disagree. I'm going to look that up just because we need to before and, we go. And you got to check run meters. Okay. Yeah, you forgot about them, did you? So you're gonna pick you're gonna pick Car Pereira because it makes your heart feel good. No, Stop I just think to the eye, I thought he's been a better player. To th- He'll be the first bloke sacked by Desi. You know what, K Roos? I want to hurry and finish his podcast because some of these donuts are looking at me yeah, in the face. There's a bit of LA donuts in here, Johnny. Bass is just smashing them right down. Dom Young, top try scorer, twenty-five. Jamin Asako, Wateni Zelazniak, one of my favourites, actually. I, I, I thought he had a blinder of a year. Greg Marju, Pereira was better. Alex than Johnson's always there. Brian Toto, Ravaloa, Sivo, Cobber, Cam Pereira before Will Warbrick. Where's Ravioli scored twenty three? Oh my tries god, he's not even he's not even the top twenty bass. Your your player There's Warbrick. Look at that. Where is he? Taruva, twenty ninth compared to Cam Pereira eleventh. How many tries did Cam Pereira score? <laughs> Can't hear you when you. How many tries did Carl Pereira score? A lot. 
Haven't you? I'll to go back to it. Give yeah, me a second. I want to know. Uh, he scored 20 tries. And how many did uh, Tarifa score? Let me go back to 20, uh, 30 something th- position. I'll tell you in a minute. 12. So do you want to say sorry to no. me on, online? No. On, on, how many on, tries? On how many tries is Tariva responsible for because of his fucking runs for his side as opposed to Carl All Pereira. I'm saying, Carl uh, Pereira had a great year. We'll see. We'll see. Anyway, that's it. Grand final. Good luck to anybody that you're supporting. My preference is please go the Broncos. I really dislike the Panthers. Bass? Well, uh, Chris? <laughs> I'm Johnny Kangaroos. Thanks for listening. Good luck to your teams this weekend, of course, unless you're going for the Panthers. Carl Pereira. Yeah.